Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday. It is Friday, March 11th in the year 2022. It's a good Friday to be Friday because Friday comes after Thursday and it comes before Saturday and it comes before Monday and it comes after Wednesday. So that's a good thing to be a Friday. I like Fridays. It's awesome. Hey, before we begin today, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's the home of the coffee place for Bards Nation. Check it out. It's a coffee that was designed to boost your immune system and to boost your energy and your mental focus for the entire day. It's pretty cool. And that's why I'm happy to put our brand on it, Expedition Coffee. It was designed in part by Dr. Eric Naputi, and it's part of a full complement of products. And those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pinecone extract. We've got Earth, which is a full-body nutrient powder. You mix it with water, drink it like a shake, everything you need for the full day. And Pure 47, which is one of the most refined silver extracts currently on the market. All good for isolating those pathogens that attack your body. All of those working together to boost your immune system and reclaim your health sovereignty. So check it out, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Also, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is our Bards Nation's landing page. It's awesome. It's a place where you know when you spend your dollars there, it is going right for the fight for liberty. All sorts of amazing deals going on right now. 50% off on my slippers. 50% off on men's and women's sleepwear. Giza sheets down as low as 60%. It's awesome. And with every time you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get a copy of Mike's, Mike Lindell's book. Fantastic story about he came from addict to one of America's greatest CEOs. So check it out, Patriots X. Or at mypillow.com, mypillow.com, and you'll be able to use that promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and the MyStore site. So again, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS, BARDS Nation landing page, promo code BARDS. All right, so I've got a little something I want to play for you. I think this is really good. So check this out. I asked for strength, and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom, and God gave me problems to solve. I asked for courage, and God gave me dangers to overcome. I asked for love, and God gave me troubled people to help. My prayers were answered. I love that piece. I think it sums up so much of where we are right now. We're at a place in time, it's all about perspective. And it's going to be whether we are going to take the perspective of doom and gloom or we're going to take the perspective of revival and rising up. And I'm taking rising up. I'm taking revival. I'm taking renewal. All these great things because everything that's happening has to happen. There's no question about it. You cannot reset this system the way it currently is. It's kind of like saying, I have a bathtub full of sewer water. And I would like to make it clean. <laughs> I hate to tell you, it's not going to work well. You're still going to have floaties in it even after you sanitize it with bleach. So you got to get rid of the whole thing. So the do you do? It's like pull the drain plug. Ugh, and then it gets all out. And then you got to get in there and scrub it down. Ugh, stinky. Get it all cleaned out. And then you got to refill it with fresh water. Start over. Rebuild the foundation. That's literally what we're doing right now. But God's given us these great times right now. We are given challenges for us to use wisdom to get through. We're given challenges for us to develop strength. 
We're given things to overcome because it's making us stronger each day. And it is. We, we have so many things going on in the midst of all this crazy, and we know there's crazy. We're just, we just keep surviving and rising. And check this out right here. This is, this is a good piece. It's, it's 56 seconds of just kind of a perspective of the sort of craziness that's going on with this Ukrainian thing. There have been any work done in Ukraine in these bio labs to study coronaviruses and bats and pathogens, just like the work that Anthony Fauci was funding through NIH. This unclassified document from the NCDC explains the risk of emerging infections from insectivirus bats in Ukraine and Georgia. Among the objectives, detecting of emerging viral coronaviruses in bats in Ukraine, investigating how landscape biodiversity changes influence the relative composition of endemic viral and bacterial agents in bat populations, as well as assess their eco-evolutionary linkages with disease emergence in humans and domestic animals. Certainly it seems that some of the same research on coronaviruses and bats and pathogens seems to have been happening in Ukraine. The claims that were made by the Russian Ministry of Defense seem to hold up, but I believe the biggest story here right now is not even what just was in those labs. It's the fact that right now, U.S. media and the U.S. government are working hand in hand to try to squash and kill this story. Squash and kill that story. That's exactly what they're doing because they're, they don't have anything else to do but lie. We're dealing with people that are so pathologically screwed up that all they know how to do is lie. And so even if they tell you like, well, I believe in God, you're like, yeah, I don't know what God it is, but it sure isn't our God. It's not the one God. So like, see ya. They are, they are path, pathological liars. And that's all they know how to do. And they've bred a class of people that will defend them and that's a lot of these drones that are walking around out here. They just, they, they're obsessed with proving this and supporting this narrative. And this is the, the kind of wall that we're facing, but it's the challenge that God's put before us more than anything of how we are going to overcome this. What are we going to do to overcome this? And I'll be very honest, this was a big part of my prayers this morning. It's like, okay, Lord, um, we got this great world we're going to start building, which is going to be based on giving and fellowship. But we have a whole bunch of nugheads out here that are kind of stupid and they think they're right and they're real disruptive. So what are we going to do? And I think we'll kind of frame our prayer on that today. So let's pray. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you bless us with each and every day. And, and Jesus, just sit here with us today. Just ask that you'll be here with us, Jesus, and just to listen to what we've got to say and give us a little comfort on some of these challenges that are here. Because, Jesus, you know this answer, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a hard one for us to get through because it's about fellowship with some of the crazies. Jesus, we're, we're sitting in a point right now where quite literally – we're ready to step up and start pushing this fellowship and giving world. We're, we're really, we're ready to start redefining this and leaving this matrix muckery behind. And, and as we do this and, and father, we just put this to you here in a bigger picture of the whole thing. We're, we're ready to step off and say, okay, enough is enough. But Jesus, you walked amongst us and you know how this can be. You've known how people can turn on you. You know, the feeling of the, of the mortal mind. So as we sit here today, 
in our heart and our desires for us to transform this space, to transform this world. We want to, we're putting our prayers today for a, how, the, the how-to of getting to these people that are closed-minded, these people that are obsessed with the, supporting and living the lie. And, and we're putting it to as well as how do we deal with these people that are, by definition, living in sin? How do we deal with people that have decided that having relationships with the same sex is normal or cultivating children to be part of their way of being? These, these aren't innocent acts. And we know, we know that you can forgive. And we know that your ability to forgive and to heal are profound. But this is not easy for us. We're, it puts us so many times in this moral conflict. A conflict of where we need to be in terms of we want to help others, we want to build bridges, we want to heal a community, and yet one rotten seed like this can disrupt everybody in this day and age because nobody wants accountability. So here is, Father, that we want to pray today. We want to bring accountability to this world. Accountability in a way that people, not accountability in the way of like Canada beating an innocent prayer loving people with sticks accountability to you, Lord account Jesus accountability for you to be there in presence that they must testify to themselves, testify to you, whether they do it publicly or they do it deep in their heart, the need for them to come to you and testify for the way that they live. We need this intervention, Lord, an intervention of accountability where people can't escape they can't lie and step around things. They can't get away with just sliding around some ridiculous story while we develop bioweapons in Ukraine and trying to kill people. Accountability that isn't the type of accountability where we're all sitting here waiting for a group of people to swoop in and arrest everybody and throw them on gallows. It's the deep accountability, the do- do- accountability of the soul. And that's what we're praying for today. We need accountability, Father. We each of us have continued to face accountability in our lives and the way we walk. We come to you humbly even today and tell to you tell you that we are not perfect. We know that. We come to you today and tell you openly with our hearts that we'll even take the burdens of the sins of this nation to heal this nation. We need more accountability, Father, in everybody. Not just a few, not just a remnant. But that has to come to the hearts of people. And Jesus, when we talk to you about this, you know, because you've walked this, you've seen those that have betrayed you. You've seen the betrayal of the nature of the heart. And what we're asking now is how do we reach this place where we can open the hearts? So I don't know that you're going to give us an, an answer right here today. But what we do pray is that you can give each of us the seeds of the answers in our hearts, that we can start to hear it, see it, hear you speak to us, to guide us in this time, to give us the the intentional decisions that make a difference. We're in a very critical time. And Father, you know we're in a very critical time for all of your children and humanity. And maybe our time frame of what we see things is very different than how you're seeing things. But we know that right before us between the costs of food and fuel and the chaos in the world no one can escape the realities that there's a change happening at a magnanimous level right now 
It's right before us. You can't escape it. If you fill up your tank, you know it. If you go to buy milk, you know it. If you go to buy groceries, you know it. So there's no escaping that something huge is changing, that the world that we know is, is shifting and starting to fall apart, which is a good thing because it needs to. And so that leaves us at a place of restarts ultimately and the decisions that people will have to make. We're walking that place with you, with Jesus, with you in the front. Father, are you guiding us the whole way? We're under, we're under the banner. But as we walk forward here, we also want to bring as many home. And so each action that we make has a difference, and we know that, but we don't always know the exact action to take. We're, we are listening, but in this muckery of the world, sometimes it's hard to hear, and forgive us for that, but it can get really noisy. And we know that, and we try, and we pray, and we're reaching to you, and trying to, we're having these conversations with you daily, and we're blessed to have those. And we're blessed that you're with us in so many ways. Now, in the midst of this fight, as this storm accelerates, we're just asking for that piercing message that cuts through it all, that gives us that next step, that gives us that direction that we need. And with that, we have to openly, we have to let go of everything and trust in you, which I think we do, but we're going to have to do better at to be able to walk in a pure darkness, to know that it doesn't matter what step is next. You will guide that step. And if we can hold on to that, I know we'll be doing exactly as you wish. As we get there, help us get to that place. There, the answer here is often so easy and we make it so hard. The answer is purely just trust in you, Father. And we know that. And just to give you all of our love. And I think we try hard to do that. But the distractions in the world many times pull us away from the purity of what that intent is supposed to be. It's not intended. We're not trying to dishonor you, Father. We're not trying to separate us, Jesus, from, uh, from you. But it's just this noise and craziness of this world, which we have to deal with. That's a world that we, in one way or another, were participant in creating this nightmare. Now, though, it's so important that we want to make the right steps, not to be cautious, but to be bold, to have the courage to know that you're guiding us and to just give us each that little granular boost that says, you're good, go. Don't hesitate, go. Because we have a time frame that's, crushing down on people and there's so many souls out here that need to be reassured and we can do this we can build the bridges we can build the fellowship and we can expand the kingdom so guide us father jesus hear our words walk with us jesus and join us in this beautiful walk of renewal and revival in the love of you and we say these things in christ jesus name amen We can do this. We just have to listen closely. And, you know, those words are so, so shallow in certain ways. It's like, oh, you need to listen to God. You're like, yeah, what does that mean? Like, I am listening. I'm not hearing. Sometimes you're it's literally like, I'm not hearing anything. So much of that, to me, centers on that metaphor that when we, each of us gets there. So I, I want to be clear because I don't care who you are. You're going to try to tell me, I always hear God. I know. I'm like, okay, yeah. 
But there's times that you don't hear well, all of us. And there's times that other times we're like hearing like a booming siren in our head. And that's wonderful. And I think that those conversations that we need to have need to be more and more open and intimate with Jesus and more and more open and intimate with Father. It's a conversation. It's like setting a seat at the table. We also just need to be persistent in that walk and have the confidence to know that if we even don't hear, if we kind of, if we feel it, we need to move on it. This is a time right now when we do need to be making forward motion, not sitting on the side and waiting for some end to come or mana to start raining down. We are participant in this victory. And if we are going to lead in this fight, we have to push into this world and put some wheels to our faith. And just so I clear, I always get this. People are like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that I, I'm not going to go to heaven if I don't do something. <laughs> Look, I'm going to let you have that conversation with Jesus. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to tell you. You have that conversation with Jesus. That That's you to do and each of you to and each person to hear what he has for you. Because there's no cookie cutter solutions here. And there are there isn't a single thing that we do that that's going to be universal for everybody. Even the way we pray is is each unique to each of us. And it's that's the beautiful thing about God. He's created this tapestry of perfection, which is us. And it's truly beautiful because if each of us was following what he asked us to do, I'm telling you, this evil would vaporize before your very eyes. It would be like gone. So we, we have a lot of impact on this world. And each of us has something that God intends us to do. And and that's really at the core of why the prayer was said at one eleven. It's these words. Ephesians 1.11. And listen closely, because it's it is every time I do this prayer, I think of these words. Every time we do this prayer time, I think of these words and how God put this this on my heart three years ago to start this. And it's really beautiful when you think about the the nature of Ephesians 1.11, what it's really saying. So listen closely. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Man, that's just beautiful. So we have a destiny that has been set to the purpose of his will. And we just have to listen. And when we listen, it's a beautiful walk. And it's a fearless walk. And it's a perfect walk. So let us walk with that pure trust in Father, that pure trust in Jesus. Know that he's there with us. And I don't know how your conversations are. I'm not making any judgment. I just would encourage everyone to make sure we're talking to Jesus and talking to Father each day and not in a little corner and tucked away. Sometimes it's good to pray that way, but Bring God into our lives. Let Father experience us. Let Jesus share our day with us. I think it's pretty profound.
And anyway, I, I like the fact that when I do that, sometimes the neighbors think I'm insane. That's good. <laughs> like, he's out in the garden talking again. It's like, yep, I sure am. And I'm having a good old time out here. So, Patriots, this is truly such an incredible moment in time that we live. And it's such a beautiful walk that we make together. We're literally sitting on this cups, cusp of a massive bifurcation. And we're sitting over here on the side. We're all pretty comfy. We're sitting here going, yeah, okay, I got Jesus. I got God. I may not have everything I need, but I know I have one thing. If I'm just, if I just trust in God, I'm going to be okay. And it's like, you sure are. You're going to be just fine. And here's the better part is that with all this time that we're together, we're, we're also knowing that we're going to work with each other and make this fellowship stronger and that our hearts are hearts of giving people and we're going to help where we can. And we'll, we'll take pennies at a time and we'll turn them into rainstorms of pennies, which is good because God's given us most of what we need. He's always got more for us, but we have what we need right now. We trust in him. We listen to him. Let Jesus teach us a lot about this walk with people. I think there's a lot there that we've never unpacked. And I think we need to. Because this is a time now where we're going to be facing like an era of awakening matched with an era of Judas. And we really need to get into that place to appreciate the strength that that took for Jesus to sit there and, and say, yeah, don't, I'll go with you. You can arrest me and take it from there. It's pretty good. Just keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers, I, I cannot express to you how, when I say this every day, how important our prayers are. They really are. I truly believe, me, I believe, and I think this is where it resonates every time I say this as if Father's saying, okay, I believe our prayers can transform this entire world. And if we could get on page with that, this, this garbage would end like yesterday. So let's pray into that. Let's pray to have this garbage end and have the revival begin. God is with us. He's always with us. He'll never forsake us. And he's going to win. But I'm not going to write that story and go, okay, well, you know how this ends, and I'm just going to have to endure it till the end. I'm not there. I don't do that. I'm like, I, he's going to win, but I'm going to fight right alongside until the very end or until he tells me to stop. And that's me. Because I know in my heart, and at least I know why I'm here, and I share this every day because I think that's why we are here together. And it's simple. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Have a very blessed day, Patriots. I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. We're doing a Q&A tonight. So if you have questions, get them over onto the Telegram rooms for the mods. So until then, or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. 
every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. 
We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.